a lot of times when people go, you know, to a web form and they see five or 10 fields they have to fill out, uh, they just think I'll do that. I'll do that later. I'll go click on another page and they'll, they'll bounce around the website or they'll just leave. But the bot, you know, starts a conversation and it's one step at a time and it just draws before you know it, it's done and they've submitted in the end more information than they would have if they just filled out a web form. Hi, this is Arna from the DARS team. This is our latest episode of the DAR in the DARS conversation series where we speak to a uh, different bot creator from around the DARS bot making world every single week about how they're generating value using chatbots um, and about the sorts of problems they face on a day-to-day -day basis with their clients and how they tackle those problems. This week on the episode, we have Mike McGreevy. Uh, Mike, why don't you take it away and uh, tell us a bit about yourself? Hey, thanks, Arnav. Uh, so I uh, run a small agency. I'm pretty much a one-man show. Uh, I just use, uh, I outsource to some contractors here and there. But uh, overall, I have a handful of clients that I work with on a long-term basis um, to help them uh, with digital marketing strategy and uh, Facebook ads and messaging and copywriting um, and kind of coaching and consulting with the business owner around sales strategy as well. So um, I just have a long background with sales and marketing and uh, finally got to a point where I went out on my own and uh, helped people solve problems and grow their business. Typically a small business, I'm dealing directly with the owner. Got it. And uh, could you give us a sense of like who your customers are? Like, what do they look like? What sorts of companies do you generally deal with? Um, I know you mentioned small businesses. What's their team size generally? Yeah, so usually it's somebody um, anywhere from like maybe three to ten people on their team. Um, right now I have a couple of high-end, high-producing real estate agent teams um, that, uh, you know, sell about 100 homes a year uh, or more each. And um, they, uh, and then I have a moving company, um, a construction company, uh, a couple other smaller clients that I have like a, uh, just a bot running for or things like that. But um, my main business is helping people um, kind of figure out how to do the marketing side of their business, which I feel like is everything. Uh, you know, so I'm right. usually helping that business owner see, um, see what the customer sees, you know, from the first time they see you online until after they're a, a happy customer, how do we follow up with them? Everything from the beginning to the end, to me is marketing and I'm just helping them to get their brain wrapped around that so that um, every touch point can be shaped to build right. their brand, elevate their brand, their position in the marketplace and, uh, and just build a connection with the customer. So yeah, typically small bit, small business. It doesn't really, I'm not so, I'm not a niche business like um, agency necessarily, but more concerned about like the, I like working with business owners that really want to grow they're in a position to grow and they're open to new ideas because I have a lot of new ideas and uh, are willing to give up some of the freedom or, you know, give me some of that freedom to run with some of those ideas. And sure. That's not everybody. So um, those are my kind of clients. Got it. Uh, you actually shared a URL with us to one of your clients' websites where you're running a bot. So um, we might actually take a, a minute or two to, to, to show that to the listeners. 
Um, so could you tell us a little bit about this client maybe? Yeah, this is a uh, kind of like a residential, mostly residential, uh, I would call it a construction company. It's really, they just work with concrete. So if you have a, a sidewalk or a driveway that is sinking down, they'll go in and um, drill holes into it and pump it up from underneath with uh, all natural material. It's limestone. And uh, so it provides a great solution for um, a homeowner who has some concrete that doesn't look too great or it's cracking and you want to patch it up. Um, and so it's, uh, they've got a great service and they're um, a nationwide company. Um, and they, uh, they also do corporate you know, airports and large company parking lots and things like that. So uh, it's not all residential, but mainly they're looking for people to come to their site. They do a bunch of other advertising. So they've got a good amount of traffic coming to their site. Got it. And before I met them, they were using mainly just a regular lead form, a web form where you just got to fill out, you know, five fields or something and um, trying to get leads for people that want to set up an estimate uh, a free estimate and right. that's their main driver of business. So um, that's kind of what they do. And I see that now you're using a chatbot over here and this is for lead generation, I presume. Yep. I mean, I would call it lead capture, not really lead generation, but right. uh, you know, it's cause they're, they're advertising and marketing is generating a lead, the people to visit the site. And then this is, this is capturing a lead um, and sending an email to them. Uh, when somebody fills out the entire form inside the bot, only then does it send them an email uh, right. to say, hey, you've got a lead waiting for you. They're expecting to be called in 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever. And so, uh, yeah, it's done really well. They've really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it, it, it does its job. I really love it. What, what, sorts of what sorts of value do, what sort of value do the customers see out of a bot like this? Um, I know on our side, when we talk to a lot of our uh, customers, a lot of bot creators like you, um, there's a whole bunch of different sources of value, especially for a small business. Uh, there's sort of the automation play where you're helping them save time uh, by automating the customer interaction. There's also the conversion rate play where you're helping them increase the form fill rate. Um, so what sorts of, um, what sort of value are they seeing out of a bot like the one we just saw? Yeah, I think uh, probably the main thing is that it um, it turns more visitors into leads. You know, a lot of people come to their site and there's a lot of things to learn. There's all kinds of links and um, pages to go to. And, you know, that bot's right there in the corner. And a lot of times when people go, you know, to a web form and they see five or 10 fields they have to fill out, uh, they just think I'll do that. I'll do that later. I'll go click on another page and they'll, they'll bounce around the website or they'll just leave. But the bot, you know, starts a conversation and it's one step at a time and it just draw before you know it, it's done. And they've submitted in the end more information than they would have if they just filled out a web form. Um, because I've of got curiosity. Uh, do you, do you have a sense of why that might be the case? Why people are more likely to fill out the bot? We, we, we try to figure that out all the time at ours. Uh, and we haven't really nailed down one particular reason. There are several of them, but I'd, I'd love yeah. to hear what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. Well, um, I remember the first time I interacted with a chat bot myself and I think the biggest reason is it's, uh, it's more fun. Um, it's just, it feels more human and we yeah. are human and we want connection and 
we're not, we're more likely to interact with a conversation or something that feels more like a conversation than um, a standard form that is just a transaction. It's, there's no relationship at all. So um, right. that deeper, that just humanity of it, you know, the fact that there's motion, there's animation, there's, you know, the typing, it feels like you're talking to a friend. Um, right. I, you know, all of our time is spent texting and on messaging apps. So, um, you know, that's the only time, the only time we're in those apps is when we're talking to people we know and trust. Right. So when this comes up, it evokes those same emotions. It's the same context. So, uh, whereas a web form is like doing your taxes. It's like the worst thing in the world. Right. So, um, nobody wants that. And right. it's just purely transactional. So, um, and it's one step at a time in the bot. <clears throat> I think that's a separate reason. You know, there's no, um, uh, you know, there's no, uh, I don't know. You see a web form and you, you just see all the work you have to do, but in a bot, there's one step in front of you. You just take that step and then right. another one pops up and it doesn't feel overwhelming. Um, right. So, you know, for me, that's what I experienced the first like 10 seconds sure. I ever saw a bot and that's what hooked me. I'm like, I got to do this. So, right. um, and that's why I think people fill them out. They fill out more information in a bot than they would on a form. Right. For, I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I, I yeah. think that I, anyone who's in the bot game, um, especially in marketing has yeah. had a similar experience to you. Uh, I know I have when I first used a bot that there's a lot of bad bots out there, uh, that don't function well. But when I used a bot for the first time that actually got, um, what I was trying to do done, uh, I definitely had that sort of aha moment where I realized that it, it, it was exactly the same thing as a form. Uh, yeah. in terms of the effect but it it felt very different just because of the medium through which the activity was being done which is yeah. that interface um now out of uh, curiosity are you are you tracking any of these metrics um that you that you're are you are you using any metrics to track the value that you're offering to your customers maybe that's a better uh, way to put it yeah i mean well the cool thing is tar tars tracks it all right so right. um i you know, every time I have a meeting with this, like this client you brought up on the screen, um, it's pretty low maintenance client. You know, we, um, the bot works really well. So like whenever we do have a meeting, I'll pull up that data in the TARS platform and just extract um, how many visitors, um, you know, how many people like open the bot. Um, yeah. You know, when you clicked on that little bot in the corner, that's a, that was what I would call a visitor. Sure. They opened it, right? Uh, and then there are people who, you know, I can track uh, through TARS, you know, how many people uh, engaged and began a conversation, uh, like actually started answering the questions and doing that. And then how many people actually filled out the whole thing and became a lead. Um, right. So I've got visitors to, to con conversations, to leads. The conversion rates are pretty good. And uh, so those are those are some main things that I'm tracking. I'm also tracking the data that I'm collecting Got it. Um, because I'm collecting, you know, one of the questions I ask later in that conversation there is, uh, you know, how did you hear about us? Right. Which is, which is a question most companies yep. like to ask. And, um, and so, you know, we've got, I've got all these answers listed, you know, in a spreadsheet of like, and I count up and bucket them into categories. So, for this particular client, um, 
I'm able to tell like how many people were referred by a friend, how many people said that they were repeat customers, how many people said they saw uh, the print ad they, they're running. Um, so is that what, uh, what the, you sent me a couple of slides earlier. Is that yeah. what we're seeing in these slides over here? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the slide there where I show them like, hey, this many people, 825 people opened the bot. Um, so they at least thought it was cool enough in the past 12 months to click on it. And then, you know, 44% of those people had a conversation with it. Right. And, you know, and 219 of them ended up filling out the whole thing. So, right. Um, and then this, I guess, is the referrals that you were mentioning. So you yeah. partitioned that response, how they found out about, uh, yeah. about the company. Right. Yeah. And this the is what's cool here because in this, this is, yeah, this is like, um, you know, I mean, people are in a hurry, right? They're, they're filling out a questionnaire. You know, you ask them, how did you hear about us? Right. They don't always remember, but whatever they wrote in that field, um, 160 of those 219, they said something related to internet, Google, right. ads that you're running, like stuff. The bottom line is that big category in that pie chart is those, that is, uh, those are all leads that they are, the company is spending money to attract. Right. Because they're either coming from Google or they're coming from print ads. So that's all stuff they're spending money on. The other ones, the repeat business and the referrals, those are, free leads, right? Like those, they're not spending money to get those. So I see that as the opportunity right there. Let's, let's double down. Like, cause what they're not doing is they're not running any follow-up email campaigns. You know? Right. They're not nurturing their past customers. So right. we have an opportunity to grow the referral base um, and increase the number of repeat customers. Got it. And we know that through the bot, uh, through the data that came in on the bot. So I'd be curious to know, this This is a great example of how you are sort of showcasing the value of the bot and showcasing the value that you're offering in general to your customers uh, once they're already your customers. But when you start out with these customers, how do you generally pitch the idea of a chatbot to them? Because I know for a lot of small businesses, they, they maybe heard of the technology before, but they're always a little apprehensive to, to try something new, especially when it's, when it's as new and as radically different as a chatbot. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think, uh, the, the, for TARS bots, the, <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've sold, um, messenger chat bots too, but for these TARS bots, I think, uh, three, the last three, including this one that we we're talking about, um, I kind of showed it to them as just like, I built out a, um, a very simple sample bot. Yeah. So I, I, you know, stole their logo off the internet and put it into a bot and, you know, just basically looked on their website and saw what is their current lead capture system. And I, I asked some similar questions, but I did it in a more creative way and, yep. uh, you know, built a four or five question bot out, which took me minutes. And then I can send that link to my phone. And then when I'm sitting with a client or I'm on the video call with them, I can just send them the link. And they can interact with it. And they have that same experience that I was talking about earlier where uh, they're like, wow, they can feel there's like a human connection there. It's more fun. They see their logo in it. And right. almost every time their response is like, I want this, you know? Right, um, right. Because it's just, it's just intuitive. Like this is better than a web form. So, right. um, so there's really no pitch. It's just like, here's the thing I built. I want you to see it, you know? 
And imagine somebody, I give them the context, you know, imagine somebody comes to your site, you know, what do they do now? They've built this form. Okay. How many of those leads are, are coming in through that form? And, you know, here's a different, here's an alternative way to um, capture those leads, you know, and I just let them experience it. And, uh, you know, everybody loves it. So for this type of business, you are, you're trying to get leads or estimates or something like that. It's pretty simple. Right. Um, that's interesting because we've actually used that exact same strategy. Um, we've gone to conferences ourselves and when we sort of pitch the bots to organizations, it's usually organizations which don't have, which aren't too tech savvy. So for example, local governments, uh, when we, when we say the idea of a chatbot to them in words, they don't completely understand it. But when we show them an example, uh, of a chatbot that they can use and interact with, it, it always clicks in their mind immediately. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something we can relate to. Um, so I take it you don't actually pitch the, the, the conversion rate value that they eventually do see uh, in those initial pitches. That's something that comes later. Um, you know, if you need to, I mean, like I said, if they're interested, if they need to be convinced, I could, you know, do that. But I'm not big on convincing people. Like, um, right. you know, I could tell them, like, look, this is going to get better, you know, better conversion rates than a web form. Um, but I don't make promises like that if I don't know, cause every industry is different. Maybe, maybe it won't happen like that. Um, you know, it hasn't, you know, it's not always the same. So, um, I'd rather over under promise and over deliver. And, right. you know, it doesn't take much to put that bot on the site and test it out and, um, you know, and see what happens. Um, yeah. you know, I, you know, that's, if I had a lot more clients with, you know, bigger case studies, uh, sure. with this particular type of bot, maybe I would throw in a couple case studies, but, uh, I haven't needed to do that. And, uh, but I would, you know, I'd say, Hey, here's the kind of conversion rates, but they care about their business, not everybody else's. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, I'm confident about it. And, um, I think that comes through when I talk, when I talk to them. So it's not a hard sell. Got it. Yeah. It's sort of the interacting with the bot. It's the intangible feeling of interacting with the bot that, that gets yeah. them, not really the... Yeah, the, and I, I call it a chat form. Um, oh yeah, that's a, yeah. We, we also think about it in, in, in those terms a lot. We, we yeah. call them conversational forms. Conversational forms, yeah, I've used, I've read your newsletters, you know, I use, right. I use what you guys tell me to use, like, it, you know, the word bot, sometimes people feel, feel weird about it, so. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so do you have any tips for anyone out there who's, because I know a lot of the people who are going to be listening to this, you mentioned our newsletter, we send this out to our newsletter. And we know that a lot of our readers are in your position where they are sort of one man shows uh, doing marketing for smaller businesses. Are there any tips you can give them other than what you've already told us um, on this call about how they can better sell um, chatbots to their clients? Um, yeah. Um well, I'll give you like um, two tips. One is uh, if you just find a company that has a website and look at the tabs on their website and look at, you know, what would a, what a, what would a potential customer potential like do on their site? Right. Um, it's pretty, they, the map is already provided for you by looking at their site of how to build the chat bot. Um, you know, what things, uh, are in their lead generation, their lead capture form that, um, you know, are valuable and what additional things do you think they would love to capture, but 
they don't because as we all know, when you have more fields in a form, like the less you get lower conversion rates because people don't want to fill out 10 fields. They'd rather fill out two fields. Right. So, um, you know, what are, what are some more valuable questions you'd like to ask, you know, potential, they'd like to ask potential customers. You could put those in the chat form in the, in the bot. Um, and that'll, that'll help get people excited about it. Um, and that's just to like intro them. I mean, I, I'll end up redoing the whole thing after I talk to them more, learn about their business. Um, but uh, another tip would be, uh, you know, when I first got into bots, I got really excited about what could be done with a bot, you know, because right. um, there's so many things that you can do. There, there are so many, like for this exam, this client we just talked about on here, you know, they have all of this educational information on their website. And so I built out this huge bot with this, these long streams of opportunities to like learn everything about the company and the history of the company and the materials they use and everything. And what I found out was that people don't care about any of that stuff. Um, if they do, they'll might go read the website, but in a chat bot, in this chat bot anyway, they just, they want to like get it done. Um, they want to have the conversation and be done. They're not really interested and this data showed me this, like almost everyone who went into those streams to learn more, they ended up dying off and not becoming leads because that it was going into something that wasn't, uh, what they really wanted. Um, and so I just disconnected those portions of the bot and made it just a lead generation lead capture bot. So, and the conversions went up because people only had like one choice and it was to sign up for an estimate. Um, and they did it. So right. my point here is like, there's a lot we can do with bots, but we're marketers and we're excited about what can be done. The customers, they're, they're not as excited about all that as we are. So they just kind of want to get whatever they want done as quickly as possible in an efficient way. That's fun. And I would encourage people the way I build bots. Now I start out with a minimum viable product the way we all learn and then I can build out on it if I if I want but usually the minimum one is good enough just get one job done and uh depends on the client but that's 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 the biggest lesson I've learned instead of spending hours building out a huge bot just make a simple bot use it learn from it and then grow from there so um, absolutely I completely agree with you on that we found this out the hard way ourselves at ours um, the lead generation bot on our website, we added a bunch of really complex flows that we thought would wow the customers coming to our site. Um, and it resulted in a conversion rate that was actually zero. We were converting zero leads because it was so fun to leave it. And we removed all of the fluff and we just, just, it, we just kept the core lead generation flow within the bot and it, it worked out much better. People were actually filling out the bot, booking meetings with us and we were getting more leads. Yeah. Um, that's definitely an issue that you see with a lot of bots out there. Like some of the, the, the bad bot experiences that I was talking about before, I'm sure you can relate to this. They, they try to do too much. Um, they sort of give you that sort of that, uh, that broad question in the beginning, like what can I help you with? And when they inevitably can't help you with help the customer with something that they want, some very specific query, the customer gets frustrated and it's, um, it's a lose lose for everyone. It's, yeah. The right. person who made the bot loses, the person who's interacting with the bot loses. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I one think we're near the end. I got Sorry, one more go thing. Um, you know, one, one of the biggest things I think the clients have, um, you know, uh, 
kind of said to me is that uh, they see this as an like a web like a website chatbot. It's an opportunity to leverage the marketing dollars they're already spending on print and billboards and everything else and Google ads. You know, yes, some of that turns into phone calls and everything, but they're already spending money. This helps amplify the impact of all of those other marketing dollars. It's not another add-on thing. It's something that amplifies what they're already doing because they're driving traffic to their site. You're optimizing that website to capture leads. And right. it's essentially an amplification of every dollar they're already spending. It's not yeah. an, rather than an additional separate thing, you know? Got it. So it's like a sort of CRO add-on to your website. It's sort of... Yeah supercharges your website's ability to convert leads um, and on that note i'd actually be curious to know we we usually do this to end our conversations in this series um are there any particular features within the tars builder that have stood out to you as being particularly helpful um for your workflow or in terms of delivering value to your customers um that you think others should know about um I mean, I love the personalization, like how you can, once they give you their name, that you can use, start using their name uh, in the bot. So it really makes it customized. Right. Um, and I know that might be common, becoming more common with a lot of other chat bots, but it's not everywhere. And, um, you know, if you've read How to Win Friends and Influence People, you know that uh, the greatest sound anyone can hear is their own name, right? So, right. Um, like, it's an opportunity to actually immediately build the connection i'm all about human connection with the marketing that i do the videos i make the bots everything it's just if you can build a human connection you are you are raising your position in that customer's mind um at the trust you know on the trust level so um so that's that's what comes to mind first but i mean i don't know like everything i just love how it interact you know you integrates with zapier and um you know there's so many things you can do with it and so many places you can put the bot, um, Facebook ads, you know, um, emails, like it's just an incredibly versatile tool. So I don't know, man. I don't know what. That's good to hear. I yeah. will pass those compliments okay. along to our tech team. Um, and with that, I think we are done with the conversation. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Um, I'll probably leave your social media handles somewhere around this video so that people can can follow you um, and a link to your website. Um, but that's it for this episode. I hope you guys got some value out of listening to, um, to what Mike had to say about chatbots. I know I did, even though I've been in this space for a couple of years now. Um, that's it for today. Join us again next week. Thanks.